0: What's up, guys? We're here live in a special episode of the Sports Burger because it's championship weekend. I'm here with my partner, Cheese.
1: What up, everybody? Hope you're having a good week so far.
0: Yeah, and I'm just going to go ahead and apologize. It's going to sound not as good as usual. We had some technical difficulties, so we're using a different method to uh, broadcast this week, but we needed to do it, so we're here. We're going to do the best we can. But uh, we're going to get right into it. We've got several big matchups this week because it's championship weekend. But before we start <laughs> talking about those, this is the last chance for the Heisman candidates to really show why they should win the Heisman. You mean the Derrick Henry somebody for- Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, if you had to pick somebody right now, who would be your selection?
1: Well, I think I kind of just gave it away right there. Um, I mean, early in the year, Fournette looked great. Uh, through probably his first, what, six, seven games. I mean, record-setting pace. And then Alabama just stole his soul. I mean, I don't know what happened to him after that. He struggled the next three games. And Henry ever since then has really taken off. I mean, he was kind of under the radar, so to speak, in the end of the year, first five to six games. But now Henry is definitely the front runner, and I think that he could have an average game and still win it this weekend.
0: Yeah, I think – a lot of people are uh, kind of wanting Baker Mayfield to uh, jump into the race, and I, I think he's only hurt himself by being in the Big 12 because they don't get to play this week. So why while, you know, Henry's on the big stage, um, you've got uh, um, Sean Watson on the big stage this week. So basically yes. you've got those two guys really and Christian McCaffrey all getting a you know, Uh, Have everybody watch Mm them and in uh, in a big game and kind of separate themselves. So in my opinion, it's really down to those three. Um, But I'm with you. I I think it's Henry's right now. Uh, We've seen him basically put Alabama on his back uh, with an offense that's really not that great. Um, No, and without him, good of a quarterback. Yeah, and without him, uh, you know, if you my opinion of the Heisman is it's it's got to be given to. The person who really is without them, their team is going to struggle, and I think that's that's Henry more than anybody. If you take Henry uh, out of Alabama's offense, they're going to be in trouble because that offense just not looked good all season. Um, But I mean, there are some other uh, good running uh, or good candidates like Deshaun Watson right now. He's been insane, and uh, last week he just put up insane numbers again. I mean, right now his passer efficiency rating is one hundred and sixty-one. Which is good. Which is unheard of. Only ninth in the nation. Yeah, and but he's rushed for 756 yards and nine touchdowns from the quarterback position. Uh, So he's getting a lot of attention, um, and a lot is going to depend on this weekend. And like you said, uh, most people believe that Henry's 270 yard performance last week kind of filled the deal for him. But uh, I think that enough people like Deshaun Watson that if Deshaun Watson has a really really impressive game and, and Henry doesn't impress. Uh, He could take it from him, but, yeah, right now I think uh, Henry's the front runner.
1: Yeah, I just – I don't see Henry. I mean, I understand Florida has a good defense. Don't get me wrong. But if you look at last week's game against Auburn, Henry was contained in the first quarter, so to speak. But eventually he did wear them down, and he did get his touchdown late in the game, which runs his uh, touchdown streak to 17 games, which is the longest in SEC history. And Deshaun Watson, yes, he is a great quarterback. He has had a great season. The Clemson Tigers are undefeated, and, yes, he is a huge part of it. But I'm just – I'm not sold. I mean, you look at the competition, each each different candidate plays, and the defenses that Alabama plays versus the defense that the Clemson plays are night and day differences.
0: Yeah, I agree with you there. Yeah, so we're pretty much on the same page with that one. Uh, so let's, let's get right into these championship matchups this weekend. We actually have one going on right now. As we're talking, it's the uh, MAC Championship, and Bowling Green's pretty much running away with that one at halftime. It's twenty-one to nothing, so we're not going to talk much <laughs> I'll, about that. But uh, I'll, I'll, I'll we're to gonna... Bowling Green. Yeah, <laughs> that's a safe pick right there with them up twenty-one to nothing. Uh, we're going to get right into it though, and uh, we're going to start with the early games and just kind of work our way down. And in, in the first game, championship game is at eleven. It's the Conference USA Championship game. This is an interesting one to talk about. Uh, we have nine and three Southern Miss who's had an incredible turnaround from last season, uh, mm-hmm. playing in the championship game against Western Kentucky, who's 10-2, and two, and that game's at 11 o'clock on ESPN2. But if you're up at 11 o'clock and uh, it's championship weekend, you're waiting for your team to play later in the day, is this a game you're watching, or are you switching over to watch the Athletic Conference Championship, the American Athletic Conference Championship, Temple versus Houston, two ranked teams, playing at the same time on ABC?
1: Well, I mean, I, I, honestly, it really depends on what area of the country you're living in. Honestly, I would watch other miss play. I mean, uh, I got a couple. We got a couple of guys that go there from uh, high school here in Mobile. We graduated from, and I mean, I'd like to see them win a conference championship they are going, what I think it was 24 straight losses or something like that. And they're in the conference championship yeah. this year. I mean, I'd, I'd watch that game, and I'd actually. Um, I know that West Kentucky's a seven point favorite in that game, but I, I would take so they're missing that game.
0: Yeah, I, I I think that would be an interesting one to watch. To me, that's the one I'm watching too. It's not just because of the our closer proximity to the Conference USA uh, conference, but because even though Houston versus Temple is 19 versus 22, I really think Houston's going to blow Temple out. I think I think Houston's going to win that one easily. So, uh, yeah, I I think if I had to pick between one of those 11 o'clock games to watch, I'd be watching the Conference <laughs> USA championship. But, uh, yeah, we got two right there. Like I said, we were just going to run over real quick, um, and we'll, we'll hold the pick on our Temple versus Houston. when, when I kind of gave it away a little bit, but uh, until we get to our challenge break yeah. later. But then uh, shortly after that, those games will be wrapping up. Then right at three, we have one of the two biggest games of the day. That's the SEC Championship, Florida versus Alabama. Get your thoughts on that. Well, um,
1: I don't think – anybody would have picked Florida to represent the SEC East this year after coming off an abysmal season last year under Will Muschamp, which I kind of want to touch on him a little later in our show and some rumors that I'm hearing. But nobody would have uh, even thought that Florida would be relevant. And then they come out and have a great start to the year. They lose the one game to LSU at the end of the year. And then their quarterback suspended actually that week, Will Greer. So they're coming in with a uh, backup quarterback, Trayon Harris, who, I mean, we even made picks against them all season long because we just didn't see them winning. But
0: yeah.
1: their offense is atrocious. They have a dental student as a kicker. I think the Cinderella story comes <laughs> to an end. I mean, they got shut out last week by Florida State. It was either 19 nothing or 13 nothing. I can't remember. But I just – if you get shut out by Florida State and you expect to score against Mamma, um, I'm sorry. They, they
0: got two points, but their offense did get shut out. They got two points from the safety, so basically, okay. yeah, they got okay. shut out.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They, they might give up a few safeties this week to manage defense. I mean, I just I don't <laughs> see them moving the ball at all.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be um, fun to watch. The SEC championship usually is. Um, it actually is surprisingly a little bit disappointing this year because this is one of the first years uh, in a while that either team really um, – or I should say it's the first one in a while where there's not a team in it uh, that is like an outright, if they win, they're going in and their com- competitor really has a chance. We've had do in the last couple of years, but it seems like most of the time that team mm-hmm. championship has two teams that are competitors to get the big bowl games. But unless right. Florida wins yep. here, they're not even going to a big bowl game. They're, got, they're not going to make the Sugar Bowl. Ole Miss is going to make the Sugar Bowl. So I I really think yeah, uh, it's, it's kind all, of a uh, letdown in that aspect.
1: I mean, I don't – I I, don't, I, I just – like I said, it's a great Cinderella story this year for Florida. I mean – Kudos to Muschamp for getting that program turned around so quickly as he did. But I just – it's going to suck for them to go 10-2, and two, lose to LSU and Florida State, and I'm sorry, it'll be 10-3, and three, and they, get, they don't get to go to a New Year's Six Bowl. I mean, that's crap if you ask me.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think a lot to be said – there's a lot to be said, like you said, about what he's done with that program this year and uh, getting them to this spot. But I don't think they have much of a chance – um, we're giving away picks a little bit again, but uh, I don't know if those are really surprising picks, anyway. But uh, real hey, this quick, this is just analysis. Yeah, <laughs> real quick. Do you think the whole drama with Alabama possibly losing their defensive coordinator Kirby Smart is going to play into this game at all?
1: Um, well, we 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 kind of have Nick Saban's press conference a little bit, and I'm going to kind of reference it here. Ask the Coke bottle, okay? I'm sick of hearing <laughs> about Kirby Smart. Yes, he's a great coach. Yes, he's done a lot for Alabama over the last eight years. But I am so sick of hearing about Kirby Smart. And to be honest, I've said this over the year. Kirby Smart's defense has been down the last two years. I mean, we watched the Iron Bowl together last week, and you know Auburn's going to run the ball, and your linebackers are hitting five yards off the ball. Come on, man. I mean,
0: get with it. Yeah, I think a lot of that defense is – Nick State for the defense, so I, I, I do think the defensive coordinator is going to have an impact The um, that Hitchcock mm-hmm. could do so much, but I don't know that even if he was to leave um, right before this game, which he's obviously not, that it wouldn't make that much of an impact. He said he's going really yeah, he, he to stick with him, so that's good, but we'll see next season how it affects him, but you, you referenced that press conference real quick. I actually have the audio file from the press conference in case anyone knows <laughs> it, so uh, let's listen to that real fast. Right there. And incidentally, don't ask me any more questions about that because that's all I have to say about it. I, don't, I can't say it. I don't, I don't have anything else to say about it. So don't ask. There, there, is, there is no more. I know you would like to some kind of way extract something out of this bottle I, that's not there. It's not there. You all speculate and create things and then you want people to respond to it. Get this bottle to respond to it because I don't know anything more than that. I told you everything I know, so you can. Oh that. man, that's too good. <laughs> uh, good old favorite. You gotta, you gotta love the Nick Saban press conference lashing out at the media. It's, it's a beautiful thing.
1: A few weeks ago, he we taught us how to play the tin horn about Georgia Southern, and now he's giving crap to a Coke <laughs> bottle. I'm mean, only Nick Saban.
0: All right. Well, uh, moving on. The next championship game after the SEC championship is going to be. At 6.30, this is actually one that, despite the, the the conference that it is, and despite neither team being ranked, you've got a 9-3 San Diego State playing an Air Force team that's looked good at times this season in the Mountain West Championship game, and that's on ESPN2 at 6.30. You got anything to say about that one? Um,
1: South beat San Diego State. That's about all I have to say.
0: <laughs> yeah I mean there's not much to say about that one honestly that game is going to get about 15 minutes of viewership right before the Pac-12 championship comes on at 645 <laughs> that's, that's their little window they got 15 minutes right there people will be watching just waiting for the next game to come on uh, but like I said hey, an 8-4 and four versus a 9-3 and three in the Mountain West is not a usual championship game over there so hey props to them for uh, having some winning teams in it for once <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that's for sure but uh but we got a big one shortly after that starting. I just referenced the Pac-12 championship game, and this one has possible playoff uh, contention with Stanford, who's number seven, playing USC. And there's going to have to be a few things happen. Obviously, even if Stanford wins for them this weekend, you'd need them to jump a Notre Dame team who's sitting off this week, which is possible. You'd need a Clemson to lose, Alabama to lose, uh, and then probably – even then, it's going to be tougher to make them. But
1: and the then in Ohio State, they so. fall off a cliff.
0: Right. <laughs> but the chance still remains. And, uh, and, and you know, Ohio State, they're hurt with uh, not getting to play in the championship game, too. So, I mean, hey, there is a chance. It's very slim, but the chance is there. Um, so, that game does have some uh, top-four contention. Hey, do you think USC has any chance of pulling this one out? Um, there is a chance. I
1: mean, there's always a chance. But I just don't see USC controlling the clock like I do Stanford. Um, Stanford's on ground and pound like they always do. Um, Hogan, will, Hogan will throw the ball when he has to for Stanford. And um, I, w- I will say this, interesting little headline here. This is going to be a USC. They just gave the head coaching job to their interim head coach. This will be his first official like, official game as the head coach. So that will be a little interesting to see how he handles that. I mean, he's done decent since, since they got rid of the drunk Sarkeesian, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that will be interesting. It's a nice uh, little storyline to pay attention to there. Um, let's see if it, you know, we saw last week they looked like a completely different team. Uh, mm-hmm. So if they carry that into this game, it, it's going to make for an interesting matchup, and I think it's going to be a, a close competition. And it is a little disappointing that uh, we have a Pac-12 championship, again, with no contender for the playoff. Like I said, Stanford has an outside mm-hmm. shot. But they've got nobody that's sitting there in it if they win. So that's a little bit disappointing, but I think it's still going to be a, a fun one to watch. But I got a question for you. Do you think that McCaffrey can break 100 yards in this game?
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, now, hold on. Are you talking
0: rushing yards or all-purpose yards? Rushing yards, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, rushing yards, I think he'll be close. I mean, you know, I mean, the kid's a great back. uh USC defense is not the USC defense that it has been with Maul Luga and Taylor Mays back there. I mean, it's it's just an average defense. I really think that he could.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I think he gets his 100 yards. Uh, like I said, it's going to take a spectacular effort from him and a bad one from a couple other guys for him to to win the Heisman and get a Heisman-winning performance in this game. Um, and it doesn't help him that he's going up against a USC team who has four losses. You know, it's not really a spectacular win if they pull it out. Um, But, hey, he's going to get an invite to New York this year, so he's had a good season. Um, He kind of came out of nowhere to an extent, um, and he fits right in with that program. It'll be interesting to see if he can translate that to the next level, but uh, he definitely has found a little spot that works for him, and uh, he's definitely going to New York, so he's had a good season. But uh, next game we're going to move on to, is at 7 o'clock, and this is a big one. This is number 10, North Carolina, going undefeated, playing undefeated number one, Clemson, in the ACC championship game. This one is getting a lot of uh, press, but I honestly don't know that it's going to be as close as everyone thinks it's going to be. What do you think? I'm buying into the hype. I mean,
1: North Carolina's only loss was their first game of the year. Against a crappy South Carolina team who lost to Citadel, but look what South Carolina did last week against Clemson. They Clemson right. beat South Carolina by five. I mean, so yeah, it was the end of season. Yale's yeah, first game of the year. And uh, I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm buying into the hype. I mean, I think this is going to be a really good game. And I know that you can wake me up after S C championship to watch this game, but because uh, I'm not watching the MAC or WAC, or whatever crap is on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, it's it's going to be a good game. Don't get me wrong, but the spread's only four and a half for Clemson. That seems mm-hmm. pretty tight for me. And, and I know North Carolina, North is only eleven and one, but when you look at their schedule, you see who they beat, and mm-hmm. it really just there's nobody on their schedule that they beat that's really impressive. They they lost to South Carolina, like you mentioned. Then their next wins were Illinois. North Carolina A&T, Delaware, Georgia Tech has been hugely disappointed this week. Uh, Wake Forest, Virginia, and they had their only ranked win over Pittsburgh. Then Duke, Miami, Virginia Tech, and NC State. So we haven't seen really a quality – you could say Pittsburgh's a quality win, but with that loss to South Carolina looming over, there's a lot of questions about this program. So in my opinion, when you look at what Clemson has done – uh, and then you look at where North Carolina has done, a four-and-a-half four, four point spread is a little tight.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a small spread, but I'm I'm buying into it. I mean, Clemson really, after Florida State, who have they played? I mean, South yep. Carolina, yeah, people will say SEC, but um, let's be real, South Carolina's awful. Um, I mean, a good high school team could beat South Carolina this year. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. I think this is a good. This is why I love championship games because you you could squeak by over there in the crystal division of the ACC, get to this point, but you're still going to have to play a good team and beat someone. So uh, that's the reason I love these championship games, and uh, it'll it'll be fun to see. I'm, I'm looking forward to. It, but...
1: Quick, quick, quick note on that one. North Carolina is 0 and nine versus a p number one teams all time and their last meeting was in nineteen ninety nine against Florida State, which they got blew out so let's see if they can uh go one and nine How about that
0: <laughs> hey that would be that would definitely rock the uh, that would make for a very very interesting final uh for it We would be able to change my mind. I do not want to hear
1: Ohio State crying anymore. never mind they need <laughs> to win. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we we get some uh, interesting uh, debates if that did happen and that Final Four opened up a little bit. But uh, last championship game tomorrow we're going to talk about is uh, maybe the biggest, probably – actually, you know, I'll say it's definitely the biggest game tomorrow. Of all the games, it's got the most uh, playoff uh, contention. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, you've got Michigan State, number five. Playing Iowa number four, no doubt the winner gets into the playoffs.
1: Mhm. I agree. And we've all we've discussed Iowa's schedule up to this point, and we've said all year long that Iowa will lose in this game no matter who they play, whether it be Michigan State, Michigan, or Ohio State. So we shall see.
0: Yeah, and we we've seen a uh, Iowa though has two wins over ranked opponents. However, one was Wisconsin, who they beat 10-6 in one of the ugliest games of the year. Mm-hmm. And the other was over, over Northwestern, um, who many would say shouldn't have been ranked in the first place. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, like you said, we've, we've said all year when we've talked about Iowa and we've made picks, and Iowa has been in the picks, that they they were possibly going to stay undefeated, get to this game, and then get beat. Um, and I think most people would agree but the crazy thing here is three-and-a-half point spread for Michigan State. Yeah, Only three-and-a-half.
1: That's really small, and I understand that Michigan is, uh, is the lower-ranked team. Um, but, I mean, really, whoever the odds makers are in Vegas, number one, you make too much money for your job, and I envy you. Because, number two, you don't have a real job. You make up bullcrap points. I mean... Really?
0: <laughs> well, this one's surprising me because Vegas odds aren't really made to be a prediction. What they're made to do is to get people to bet evenly on both teams. I'm very surprised that it's that close because that means that people are picking Iowa. A lot of people are picking Iowa, which to me is I extremely want surprising. same numbers. Prove to me that
1: people are picking Iowa, and I will shut my mouth.
0: Well, basically, they they have to be. If they weren't, that spread would just be getting bigger and bigger and bigger until people started picking them. But uh, okay, okay, scratch, scratch that challenge statement. statement. Which let scratch that
1: last statement about to show me people picking Iowa. I'm gonna change that. Show me people outside of Iowa picking Iowa, and Ohio <laughs> doesn't count because you're just pulling for Iowa.
0: Hey, they must have a uh, good bit of people in Iowa that are spending money in Vegas because right now there's people picking them. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> All right, well, I don't have my records of the challenge picks right in front of me. But I'm
1: winning. Don't worry. I'm winning. It
0: is very close. You're above me by two games. Lester, who we will get his picks before these games start and uh, get them in. He hold on, hold on, is. Hold on, uh, hold
1: on, hold on. We we have a guest picker for Lester. Remember?
0: Yeah, unfortunately, our guest picker fell through. It would have been. Look, if if our guest picker, who uh, we're not going to name, would have been making the picks that he told me he was going to be making, Lester would have been out of the competition.
1: <laughs>
0: this kid is a mobile So let's just say Lester looked way. out. <laughs> But uh, anyways, I don't have those uh, exact records in front of me, but I know is in first place. Um, I'm behind him by two games, and then Lester is in front of me. He sits right between us. Uh, and these are going to be some interesting ones to pick. I think we may go uh, the same way in several of them, um, just because mm-hmm. I can tell by the way that I'm you to kind of p- talked about them. But, I'm uh, trying to play it safe and win it all. <laughs> but uh, what we're going to do is we're just going to go through these um, – a few of these championship games, but there's a few other ones in there that we threw and we've got six picks today. First one I'm gonna start off with, we didn't mention because it's not a championship game. Uh Oklahoma's already won the big twelve. But we have Texas and Baylor playing tomorrow. And uh this isn't really getting picked by most people as being a close game. However, Texas is notoriously love spoiling Baylor season. So here we go. It's a, <laughs> Baylor is a 20-and-a-half-point favorite. Who do you got in this game? Does Texas still have a football team? Um,
1: I, say, <laughs> I mean, I'm I, – I, Charlie Strong, dude, I'm sorry. You're fired after this year, I believe. Um, give me Baylor. I don't care what strength quarterback. They can put that 400-pound tight end at quarterback and win this game.
0: Yeah, you know, I need to make some risky picks at some point to try to make a little catch-up here. But uh, this is not going to be the one. There's way too much risk involved in this one. I'm going with Baylor as well. Uh, So we both picked Baylor in that one. Next one we're going to go, this is a little bit of a closer game. We have Temple, number 22, playing Houston, number 19 in the American Athletic Conference Championship. Who do you got? Um, Ever since Notre Dame ran through
1: Temple, Uh, Temple has not been the same. And we all saw that coming. I mean, let's be honest. Um, I'm going to go with Houston on this one.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. Uh, I kind of hinted at it earlier. Um, This is supposed to be a big game. And really, I mean, we're talking about the American Athletic Conference here. And they've got the number 22 team playing the number 19 team in their championship. So, props to them. (laughs) Definitely (laughs) – Gonna go down in the history books as one of their best championships ever, uh, but I don't see it being as close as it's supposed to be. I see Houston running away with this one. I've got Houston winning by fourteen. Yeah, it's not more than that. All right, so we've done our we've done two. We got a few more. Uh, then we've got one we talked about earlier, and I once again I think we both know uh, who we're picking in this one. But we got Florida and Alabama and the SEC Championship. Who do you got? Um, Derrick Henry.
1: Oh,
0: I oh, oh, love <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I am going with Alabama as my pick, but I will say this the spread is 17. I think it'll and be close If you're time. a betting person, one of the best things you can do to almost ensure money uh, is vote against Alabama's points. Because how I mentioned earlier the spreads work is they have to keep adding points until it's getting even voting. Well, there's so many Alabama fans rooting for Alabama that these spreads get higher and higher, and the 17 point spread in the SEC championship game is very high. So, uh, hey, 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 they, they did
1: cover against they did cover against Alden last week. Who, by the way, sneak peek, I'm taking by over Auburn this week.
0: Look, <laughs> well, you got you always got to drop your little jab at at Lester, especially when he's not on I the do, line.
1: Hey, whose fault is he <laughs> not here? His, okay? Next.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I. I think it's going to be closer to 17 points. Uh, I think Florida at halftime is going to be in the game. I think it's going to be a little bit like that game last week versus Auburn. It's going to seem close. And then at the end, it's going to be a little bit more comfortable. But I think 17 points is a bit of a stretch. I'm thinking 13. Uh, but, yeah, I got Alabama as well in that one. So we're all the same so far. Uh, but next one we have. This is going to be the fourth pick is the Pac-12 championship game, USD at Stanford. And like I mentioned, or like you mentioned earlier, USD has their official new head coach uh, in this one. So that'll be interesting. Who you got?
1: I don't care if Reggie Bush came back and ran for him. I see Stanford winning this game.
0: Yeah, I'm, we mentioned earlier Christian McCaffrey and uh, what he's done this season. And Stanford's offense uh, just re- revolves around using him so much um in USC like you mentioned earlier just doesn't have the defense they used to have uh Stanford looked really good at times this season and their two losses they didn't look too great but they didn't look bad Mm -hmm. necessarily um there has been times USC's looked really really bad uh like you said they're almost a new team now with their new coach but I still I got to go with Stanford here um pulling this one out and it's Stanford's only a four-point favorite uh and this is the first game so far I think I would say that they might uh, beat that, that point total. I, I got Stanford winning this one by six. So through four, we picked all four of the same games, which I kind of saw this coming. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but hey, we're going we're to have a tiebreaker because um, come bowl season, we're going to do a full bowl episode and do all the bowl picks, and that'll be a chance for us to kind of spread out our, our picks a little bit, and we'll see how that goes. But uh, this pick, this one... We might see some upset picks. Then we've got North Carolina playing Clemson in the ACC Championship. Who do you got?
1: Well, 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 it comes down to this. Um, I've really talked up North Carolina earlier in this episode, and um, I really do think that they're going to stay in this game all the way till the fourth quarter and even into the fourth quarter a little ways. But Clemson's front seven, they are the best. They, they are second best, if not the best, with Alabama in there, the front seven defense. So yeah. I just I don't see how North Carolina can move the ball without passing. And I, I don't see North Carolina's defense stopping Deshaun Watson in their running threat and his passing. I mean, that is that is the prototypical dual threat quarterback, and that's what you need in that offense that Dabb is running over there. So there will be Dabb right into the playoffs.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to agree with you there. I got got Clemson as well. If you're North Carolina here, you've heard all season, everyone say you're in the Coastal Division, that's why you're winning. You've got all the way through it. Beat everybody in the ACC Coastal, you're in the championship. This is your chance to prove that what you did was legit. However, Mm -hmm. I don't think they're going to. I think, like I said earlier, Clemson is going to run away with this one. I've got Clemson by 17. That's my pick on that one. Good pick, but good pick. last pick, we got the sixth pick. This is the probably the biggest game, like I said earlier, of the day, of championship weekend. That's Michigan State, number five, playing Iowa number four. Winner going to the playoff, absolutely no doubt. Michigan State is favored by three and a half. The lower-ranked team is favored by three and a half over Iowa. Who do you got?
1: Now, with this pick, I'm going – with this pick because of my fandom. I would love to see Alabama play Iowa and just humiliate them in the playoffs. That is what I would love. I would love to play Oklahoma and then by some miracle play Iowa by, after Iowa beats Clemson. By some miracle, like I said, and then just humiliate them. <laughs> but I, that's my fandom coming out at me. So I'm, I'm going to give you a chance here, man. I'm going to give you a chance. I'm up by two games. Going the championship week. We've made all the same picks so far. I'm gonna
0: go with Iowa in this one. Wow, that's that's a, that's a, that's a risky pick there. And even though you're picking the higher ranked team, you're technically picking the upset. So hey, you got a chance to get the pick of the week this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go against you. I'm gonna have to go with Michigan State. We mentioned Iowa's very unimpressive schedule so far. Uh, in their in their a couple of ranked games, they look really bad and very very vulnerable. I think Michigan State's gonna beat them, get into the playoffs. It remains to be seen where they end up. Um mm-hmm. but come on. I'm down. going Perfect to uh, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go with Michigan State. So there we go. That's our on the sixth pick we finally split a different one. But real quick before we uh end the show, we just we got a few more minutes. If you had to uh predict the final top four after all the games tomorrow when they when they announce the final top four, which I believe is is it Tuesday or Sunday that they're doing it? I believe it's Tuesday. I yeah, that. I think it is Tuesday. I know sometimes they do like a special one, but whenever they do it, right now, give me who you believe are going to be the top four. Uh,
1: number one, Clemson. Number two, Alabama. Number three, Oklahoma, which I like this with this revenge for Bama fans. And number four, with my pick, Iowa.
0: All right, uh, that's interesting. Uh, you know, I'm I'm going to be a little bit different because of that pick. Uh, I've got number one, Clemson. Number two, Alabama. Number three, Oklahoma. <clears throat> and I'm gonna say, actually, let me change that. I'm gonna say number three, Michigan State. Number four, Oklahoma.
1: Okay.
0: That's my pick. I think I think Michigan State might jump up above and get to number three with Oklahoma sitting off this week. Uh, but anyway, I could see that. Yeah, that was that, that was episode four of the Sports Burger. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening. Most people I know we listen you listen to this after it's live, but uh, just. Start, start looking at our Twitter page and check out when we go live because pretty soon we'd like to add in some live calls and some feedback from you guys. Um, and, and sorry, to, you know, like I said earlier, the audio is not that great this week. We're having to do this a little bit different than we usually do. Um, but uh, we had fun, and uh, we'll be on next week, which we should be talking about the rankings, doing some bowl game predictions. Maybe we'll go ahead and do our uh, bowl game picks. We'll have to just uh, see how it kind of works out. But uh, thank you guys Maybe for listening. We we'll see you next college time. next time. Roll time. Oh, that's a good, that's a good point. <laughs> See you later. You're listening to the world's tastiest sports podcast, the Sports over.